Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. So within the law of God, we have three divisions. We have the ceremonial law of God, the civil law of God, and the moral law of God. The ceremonial law of God was dealing with certain rituals, certain things like hand washing, certain cleansings, um, the priestly sacrificial system that we see established in the nation state of Israel under the old covenant. Now Christ has fulfilled, we must understand this, Christ Jesus as the God man, the perfect man, he has fulfilled all the law of God, all three divisions of the law, every jot and tittle was perfectly fulfilled by Christ. He fulfilled the ceremonial law, he fulfilled the civil law, and he fulfilled the moral law. But the the difference, the distinction is understanding what portions of the law has he fulfilled and what portions has he abrogated. So Christ fulfilled all the law, and that's why we have hope of salvation, that he fulfilled all righteousness. There was never a moment that he was not perfectly obedient to the law of his Father, that at every minute of every moment of his earthly life, and before and after, he has always perfectly loved the Lord his God with all of his heart, with all of his soul, and all of his mind. And he has also, at every moment of every day, throughout all of eternity, and in his earthly life, his earthly ministry, he has perfectly loved his neighbor as himself. Christ has fulfilled all the law, civil, ceremonial, and moral, but he has not abrogated, that is canceled or done away with. He has not canceled all the law. The ceremonial portion of the law, again, dealing with the priestly animal sacrificial system, dealing with certain washings, this has not only been fulfilled by Christ, but it has also been abrogated by Christ, meaning it has been done away with. We don't have certain cleansing rituals today that that are necessary and pertinent for Christians to observe and adhere to. We we don't have um, a priestly animal sacrificial system any longer. I might add while I'm at that, take a a quick little cheap shot, but I think it's fair, um, with a dispensational premillennial, we we don't only believe that it's been abrogated, uh, but we also believe it's never coming back. There's not going to be a literal thousand-year reign of Christ where where the priestly animal sacrificial system is reissued. Uh, And there are people who do believe that. They believe that that Jesus will return. There'll be a rapture. He's actually, it's not just a second coming. There's a second and technically a third coming, right? Because he's going to come back before the seven years of tribulation or maybe in the middle, three and a half years in. So he's going to come back once. That'd be his second coming. He's already come, spoiler alert, 2,000 years ago. He came once. And then, and then he's going to come again for the rapture. And then he's going to come again after the tribulation. So that would actually be his third coming. And he's going to institute um, a literal thousand-year reign. And the temple in Jerusalem is going to be restored. And the priestly animal sacrificial system is going to resume. And, and those who believe the gospel, who are actually brothers and sisters in Christ, but pre-mill, dispensational, they're wrong about that, but they're, they're brothers and sisters in Christ, they would say, well, these animal sacrifices won't atone for sin, which we might add they they never did, right? The blood of bulls and goats 
uh, never takes away sin. Ultimately, God was simply putting sin on layaway, in a sense, waiting for the proper time that he might actually deal with sin with finality, uh, the only way that it could be dealt with, with a perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But they would say that, uh, well, it's not atoning for sin, but it's a memorial. These future animal sacrifices, when Jerusalem is reestablished and the temple is reestablished, are a memorial pointing back to the sacrifice of Jesus. But we would disagree with this, right? So the, the, the priestly sacrificial system, as we saw with the nation state of Israel under the old covenant, uh, it is done away with and it is forever done away with. It's not coming back. So the ceremonial law of God has been fulfilled, but not only fulfilled, but also abrogated. Christ is our final sacrifice. He is the lamb that was slain. But he is also not only the sacrifice, the lamb, but he's also the high priest. And not in the order of Aaron, not in the order of the Levitical priesthood, but in the order of Melchizedek, who is not only a priest, but a king, king of peace, king of Salem. He is a priest forever and a king forever. He is the one who makes a sacrifice, and he himself was the sacrifice, the lamb of God who has taken away the sins of the world, the ceremonial law. And, by the way, he washes us and sanctifies us. Us by his blood. So we are cleansed. So certain hand washing rituals, these things not only fulfilled, but abrogated by Christ. That's the ceremonial law of God. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.